Hey everyone, welcome back to my podcast, which is Giants Nation. I'm your host for today, Justin Roman. I hope you all are having a wonderful afternoon. Uh, guys, um, I'm back. I told you I'm going to be uh, continuing uh, doing my mock drafts on the Giants. And yeah, here we go. Uh, guys, so I actually came up with my own mock draft tracker, you know, and if you guys don't know what a mock draft tracker is, it's basically, you know, you're, uh, you know, tracking down um, the same, you know, you're tracking down the picks that you have in the first round or, you know, in the draft and you're going to like consider which guys are more, uh, much more worthy enough for the pick that you, uh, that you need, you know, either, uh, you know, and obviously position wise, that has to matter as well. I'm going to, I'm going to explain, um, I'm going to uh, track down, uh, the, uh, uh, two picks because the Giants hold the fifth and seventh pick in the first round. I'm gonna, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to name out the guys I really think uh, the Giants should get, you know, and I, I, and obviously, um, I know I've been, uh, I've been, uh, talking about my mock drafts for the past few days, you know, on who the Giants, do I personally think the Giants will get, but this is who I, this is who I think the Giants, these are players that I really think can really fit the Giants and help them out. And yeah, so here we go. So before I get into it, you guys, um, the NFL draft order looks like it's starting to take shape, you know, with the conclusion of the 2021 regular season and two rounds of playoffs. The Giants who picked up an additional first round pick in a trade with the Chicago Bears last April are locked into fifth and seventh overall selections. Now they have a new GM and Joe Shane spent the last five seasons as the Buffalo Bills assistant general manager. So obviously question now people now well I think the most common question every Giants fan is gonna ask how will the hiring affect the draft? Well look at here's why. Here we go. Um guys are so here's so for pick number so for the fifth pick I really feel like the two, I, I really feel like the two players the Giants will snatch up in the in the first two picks in the first round for the fifth overall pick. I think that I really think the Giants, even though I have a, even though I have a great feeling that the Giants are gonna address this offensive line once uh the once free agency starts and teams start snatching up guys off the market. I really do. I really do feel the Giants are going to go offensive tackle in the first round, and I think it's going to be the second best offensive tackle in the league behind uh, Evan Neal, Akeem Aquanu. Offensive tackle out of North Carolina State, and here's why. Look at there has been a lot of recent buzz around Aquanu, who stock whose his stock is rising. You know he dominated at left tackle for the Wolfpack this season after playing some guard earlier in his career. 
based on his tape for 2021, there's not much separating uh, Aquanu from Evan Neal. And I wouldn't be surprised if Aquanu was a top tackle off the board in April, even though I really do feel like Neal is the best at this position. This kid, he Aquanu has all pro potential, in my opinion, as a run blocker and as a pass blocker. And for the seventh pick, I never, I, I never mentioned this kid, but I really feel like, obviously, since the Giants, since pass rusher is a, or linebacker, or pass rusher, you could say, outside linebacker is another word for pass rusher. I really feel like I never mentioned this kid. Like I said, I would, I'm gonna say, the Giants would go after Michigan's outside linebacker, David Ojabo. And the reason why I really fit, and I understand, Justin, why didn't, why are you mentioning his name now, but you didn't mention his name in any of your mock drafts? Here's why I'm mentioning him now. Ojabo, I don't watch, okay, listen, I don't watch Michigan football. I hate Michigan. I'm a Buckeyes fan. We all know Ohio State and Michigan, they have, they, they don't like each other. You know, so I, I don't watch him. But I watched some tape from this kid. And one thing I really learned from him is that he can definitely help the pass rush immediately. He has an incredible, he had an incredibly impressive season, racking up 11 sacks and five forced fumbles while playing opposite uh, for my project number one pick, Aiden Hutchinson. Now, he doesn't, to, now if you compare him to Hutchinson, Ojabo doesn't have Hutchinson's all-around game. He has to get better against the run, but as a pure pass rusher, he has a very high ceiling. With these two top seven selections, I really feel like New York can get high-end starters on both sides of the ball. So yeah, guys. Um. So here's here's another here's another player that I think the Giants could go after for overall pick. Again, I'm a, I'm telling you, I think it's a Kwanu out of North Carolina State, you know, and I really feel like this would be a home run pick for a team in need of upgrades along the offensive line. Andrew Thomas has emerged clearly as a legit starter, but the Giants need more help for Daniel Jones. A Kwanu is strong, powerful, and very nasty in passing and in the run game. And another player, I think the Giants would go after number seven. I mentioned this kid in my mock draft. I think they could go after linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah. To me, Lloyd is a fun player to study. He flies around the field and makes a bunch of plays on the ball. His intangibles are off the charts. Are off the charts. I could see the 2021 Pac-12 Pat Tillman Defense Player of the Year emerge as a key leader for the, uh, for the Giants defense. Another player I think the Giants could go after for the fifth overall pick. I think the Giants could go defensive end. They could go after uh, my guy George uh, Karlaftis out of Purdue. Now to me, Karlaftis, this kid, he clearly wins with power and has proven disruptive. Has proven disruptive, even though he often sees double teams for Purdue. And I feel like Leonard Williams. He is versatile enough to rush from inside when needed. 
Another player I think the Giants could go after for the seventh overall pick. Linebacker is a big need for us. If the Giants do somehow cut Blake Martinez, I would I would not mind. I would not be surprised if the Giants go after Nicobe Dean out of Georgia. And Dean to me, like he had to me, this kid has sideline to sideline uh, range, and is an artist at slipping blocks, hunting down ball carriers, and blowing up plays. Just look at just look at this 13 game stat line for the season: six, uh, 62 tackles, five and a half, uh, 5.0 sacks, eight, ta- eight tackles for loss, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, and a touchdown. Another player I think the Giants could go after for the number five overall, uh, for the fifth overall pick. I mentioned this kid in my mock draft. I, I really feel like Charlie Cross is another option and or consideration you can say for the Giants at the right tackle position. Charlie Cross out of Mississippi State. Here's why I really feel like he's a good uh, a good option. I really feel like feel like rebuilding the Giants' offensive line has to be a top priority for uh, Joe Shane. As a day one starter, Cross could immediately help Big Blue reestablish a blue-collar mentality on offense. Again, at seven, I really feel like the Giants could go after Ojabo. You know, and you know that like over the years, even when you watch the Giants, like when you, you look at on how the Giants won all their Super Bowls, the Giants, this franchise has always been at their best when a dominant defensive front can take over the game. The ultra-twitchy pass rusher from Michigan, this kid, Ojabo, would add significant juice. Now, guys, another player I see for a fifth overall pick. Some of you guys are going to call me crazy. Even though I don't even though I don't see him going... Even though I don't see this kid... Uh, I don't see this kid as a fifth overall pick. He's clearly a top one or top two pick overall. I would not be surprised if the Giants go after Evan Neal out of Alabama. This kid is clearly one of the best offensive tackles in his own draft class. And here's why I really feel like he would fit with the Giants. His balance will fade as the play progresses, but... He has a rare mix of size, athleticism and flexibility to make some plays in pass protection and in the run game. And for, for the seventh overall, for the seventh overall pick, I can see the Giants going after Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. I mentioned it. I mentioned this kid in my mock draft. Now, for me, safety isn't the most glaring need on the Giants depth chart. But I really feel like with a new general manager and head coach, they will. I really feel like Shane and Dayball, they're going to be looking to draft impact players above everything else in the top 10. And Hamilton might be the most talented player, in my opinion, in the draft, regardless of position. At 6'3 and 218 pounds, Hamilton is a super-sized safety with the range and length to be a matchup weapon in the NFL, though his physical traits stand out. It is his football IQ that is most impressive to me, sensing what is about to happen and being disruptive. Another a player that, who's this kid, he's clearly one of the best at the edge rusher position 
I would not be surprised if the Giants go after Kayvon Thibodeau at five from Oregon. Thibodeau, like, Thibodeau coming off the board at five might feel like a fall. Given that he was the consensus number one overall pick just a few months ago. But look at after learning more about the class, it makes more sense that his range falls between picks one and five. He could he still could very well be the first player taken in the draft. But if he's not, there's no guarantee he's the next name after that. You know? His um, his natural gifts as a pass rusher clearly makes him a top five lock. But I'll give some hope to Giants fans. Including me, because I'm a Giants fan. I'm going to give some hope to Giants fans because I do think it could play out like this. Given the talent at the top of the class and the potential team, the, and, the, and the potential that this team needs in the top five. I think these, I think getting, getting uh, Thibodeau at five and at seven, I would, lo- screw it, I'm going to say it. I would not mind. I would not be surprised. And I understand I never mentioned this kid, but if the I would I'm gonna say anyways. I really feel like the Giants are gonna go after Linderbaum uh from Iowa. Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You don't take a center this high. However, I genuinely think this is where Linderbaum's ranked. And I also think there's a chance he could be the Giants' second selection. Joe Shane comes... Listen, you have to understand. You guys have to understand. Joe Shane comes over from Buffalo, where he served as assistant GM for five years. He was Brandon Bean's right-hand man. And with 20 years of his scouting background, his voice was likely a, a very important one in the war war room. The Bills have honed in on the trenches in each of their last three drafts. All five of their first and second round picks since 2019 were spent on either offensive line or defensive line. Here, they went with a dynamic high ceiling pass protector at five. And I bet Joe Shane is one of those GMs who simply says, we're going to draft great football players. On in the trenches, and Linderbaum is clearly one of them. At five, I'm going back to Aquanu out of North Carolina State. You guys are like, you guys simply, it's it's simple to say that I'm very high on Aquanu. I re, but look at at six of four and three to twenty three hundred twenty pounds. This kid has guard tackle versatility. But not only that, he earned a legitimate shot to start his NFL career at offensive tackle after his spectacular 2021 campaign at left tackle with the Wolfpack. He earned a 91.6 overall grade and a 93.8 run blocking grade across more than 800 offensive snaps this season, the latter of which ranks six among all single uh, season marks for a power five tackle since 2014. This kid, he's a true road gu- uh, grader in the run game with improved polish and footwork and pass protection. A player with his kind of skill set shouldn't fall past the first 10 picks in the draft. 
At seven, I'm gonna go back to Carlaftis uh, um, out of Purdue. You know, Carlaftis to me um, will get tagged as just a lunch pail type with a high motor and a lot of lazy analysts this past uh, this draft season. But he's so much more than that. You know, this kid was extremely productive per, uh, for Purdue this season and should surprise with his athletic testing at the combine. Kerlaftis, this kid, another Fieldman Freak, another Fieldman Freaks list member, reportedly recorded a 10-foot-1 broad jump, 37.5 inch vertical, and a 4.69 second 40-yard dash run at just over 270 pounds this offseason. Boilermakers head coach Jeff Brown also read about Kerlaftis efforts on and off the field in a tailgate interview before the season. So yeah. So yeah guys, um and my last two uh oh wait wait. I'm still going. Hold on. Hold on guys, I still got more names. Ah, oh, freak. I lost. Oh, no. Wait up. Wait up. Oh, you guys. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So guys, going back to uh, fifth overall, I really I'm gonna go back to Charlie Cross. Look at if you want pass protection, you might as well take the guy who did it 719 times at Mississippi State last season. Cross allowed only 16 pressures after after allowing 44 as a redshirt freshman in 2020. For seven, I'm going back to Kalafkis. I re- look at they got their pass protection earlier, and now they get their pass rush. Carlaflis, to me, has inside-outside versatility and never has to come off the field. He averaged 55.6 plus snaps per game in 2021. For the fifth overall pick, I'm going to go back to uh, Kyle Hamilton. Ideally, the Giants would beef up, beef up the, uh, the O-line here, but the top two targets are already off the board. Instead, they focus on the defense. I really feel like the team has young safeties. And Xavier McKinney, who I think is going to be a hell, I think he's going to fall out next season, and Julian Love. But that doesn't mean there isn't room in the secondary for Hamilton, too. He's a, to me, this kid reminds me of, of a 6'4", 220-pound version of Ed Reed. A sideline-to-sideline ball hawk, and that makes him a day-one impact player. Going back to Linderbaum, this kid left Iowa's bowl game with a lower body injury. Is he is clearly one of the best offensive linemen in the country. And although a center hasn't gone higher than 18 in the last dozen drafts, a Linderbaum uh, in the last dozen drafts, that's how good Lind- that's the point. That's how good Linderbaum is. A, that's how good he is. And B, the Giants need to solidify the interior a lot. You know, going back to Aquanu, you know. The Giants need to address the trenches with their picks. By a sheer by a, by a sheer numbers game, they should be able to get a quality combination of players. New York is guaranteed 
two of Charlie Cross, Evan Neal, George Kalafalis, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, Leonard Baum, and Nikwani. Going back to Kalafalis, um, look, I really feel like the Giants would, I think they, I, I really feel like they're going to select Kwanu. Then they're going to use their second selection on another trench player in Kalafalis. Um, this Purdue, like this kid is a mature defender who knows how to use his hands to get off blocks. You know? Going back to five, I'm going to go back to Evan Neal. I know you guys are you guys are probably thinking I'm crazy, but Evan Neal is experienced at right tackle and brings a rare blend of size, power, and mobility to the table. At seven, I'm going to go to Ojabo again. Ojabo is the other edge rusher for Michigan, but he's an exceptional prospect in his own right. He features plenty of length, burst, and fluidity to be an impact defender in the NFL. His, abil- his ability to string together counters is impressive. And he compared definitely with Aziz Ojolari to provide the Giants with an exciting young duo of adventures. At five, I'm going back to Linderbaum. Um, you know, the Giants, I think, would be smart to target the offensive line in the first round, perhaps multiple times to boost both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. At seven, I'm going to go back to Aquanu. Um, you know, the Giants, really, I really feel like they get another strong blocker with their top two picks. Aquanu is a strong, powerful, powerful run blocker with the nasty streak needed to dominate at times. He can play either inside or outside in the NFL, but with Linderbaum bolstering the middle, it would be nice to have Aquanu uh, flank left tackle Andrew Thomas on the right side. Going back to Aquanu again. Now, um, play him at guard. Or at tackle, just playing. You know, he's a six foot four, three hundred twenty pound savage who carve open lanes for Saquon Barkley and protect Daniel Jones at the same time. You know, going back to a job of like having added a game changing offensive line piece with their first pick in this 2022 NFL mock draft. The Giants, I really feel like, turn to the defensive side of the ball and do the same. Ojabo has all the pass rush tools and athletic upside to be a monster in New York. While I believe this Michigan, while I believe his Michigan teammate is the better overall prospect, I prefer the uh, schematic fit of Ojabo in the Giants defense. Going back to Kwanu, um, I really feel like after pro- after this kid proved himself this season to be a skillful pass protector in, in addition to a bully, to being a, a big bully in the run game, Aquano looks like just the kind of blocker Big Blue needs. At 7, I'm going to say to Godfrey Hamilton, again, um, you, know, it's, you know, this kid with massive range, both in coverage and as a tackler, the two-time All-American can definitely be utilized in an array of different manners, pairing him as um, Xavier McKinney would give the Giants a formidable tandem on the back end of their defense. I'm going to go back to Kalafalos. Um, You know, the, the pick of George Kalafalos to me really boils down to a fit and situation where New York needs all the pass rush help they can get on the outside. And I see him as a comp, uh, I can see him 
has a complementary skill set to the powerful interior defenders the Giants already have at their disposal. At seven, I'm going to say Evan Neal. The Giants and I understand. This is this pick probably won't happen. There's like I, there's no way that Evan Neal stays at. I don't. There's no way he's gonna stay on the draft board that long. To me, he might. To me, he might. He to to me this kid. He's a top two overall pick in my opinion. But here's why I think he goes at seven. The Giants enjoyed a promising second season from Thomas in 2021. But offensive lines, you have to understand, aren't made to go by just a single player up front. I really feel like adding Evan Neal to the mix. The Giants suddenly have a first-team all-first-off-the-bus combination at tackle between Thomas and Neal. Size, power, and athleticism are hallmarks of both of their games. And it should give whoever the next head coach is a nice starting point to work with up front, which is Brian Dable. At five, I'm gonna go back to Neil. Um, I really feel like Neil is, is. I really feel like Neil. Not trying to throw. Not trying to say that Equanu is not a better op, Not trying to say Equanu is not a good option either. But Neil, I really feel like is the safe. Is the safer of the top two offensive tackles. I, I really feel like he doesn't want to wait long to hear his name called, and he'll. I think he'll play his home games in, in a situation as a Kwanu. I have Neil a smidge ahead of I have Neil a smidge ahead of Kwanu on my personal rankings, and there's no doubt he's going to be a top five pick. And for seven, I'm gonna say Ojabo, and here's why: uh, the Giants' uh, second top ten pick. I think it flips to the defensive side of the ball, where New York lands Hutchinson's running mate and Ojabo who had 11 sacks despite still learning the nonsense of playing football. To me, this kid, he's new to the sport, you know. He began playing football as a junior in high school, and his upside is arguably just as high as Hutchinson's. Combined with Neil, the Giants land two potential uh, cornerstone players as they kick off a new front office and head coaching re- uh, regime. So, if you guys were... If you guys were to ask me which two uh, picks were uh, good, uh, which two uh, were the best picks in the first round, I'm going to have to say it's tough, though, because all these players are very talented, you know, but if I had to pick one, I would not mind it. It would be amazing if the Giants somehow get Neil or Aquanu and draft Thibodeau. Or Ojabo or Devin Lloyd. I'm just saying, you know, you if they can somehow if they can draft three if they can draft two players out of these three options if you can draft if you can draft either Linderbaum, Neil, or Kwanu out of those two, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. And out of Thibodeau, Ojabo. And Hutchinson or Lloyd, I'm down with that too because both of those, you know, all those guys have talent. So you guys let me know what you think, what's going to happen. I'm excited. I'm excited.
now we have new staff a new front office now we have a we have a guy that 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 wants to win you know and i'm excited for that so let's see what happens i hope you all enjoy this podcast and yeah i'll see you guys tomorrow i'm out peace